0: and good evening i'm rick dancer welcome to get real with rick dancer so tonight um we got kind of a fun i think this is going to be a fun show a few weeks ago it's almost a month ago i think we put out a survey and asking you what kind of content you want to see because if we live in a vacuum that would make me cnn (laughs) if we just put out what we think you want i don't want to do what you want to hear what you but i want to know what you're interested in so um The guy who works with me, Tim, he came up with a survey and we put it out there. And I'll tell you what, on Facebook and Instagram, I mean, no offense, but you guys aren't the most interactive people. So when you ask people to do a survey, hardly anybody ever participates. And you guys came out like crazy. I mean, I was stunned and shocked. So I'm going to bring Tim on in just a minute. He's going to give us the results. You also had questions for me. We're going to answer those questions too. If you have other ones, you can put them in the comment section. Our show is sponsored by Chris Dental Family Dentistry and Dentures now. They're doing denture work as well. So if you need... A one tooth three teeth all your teeth he has a denturist who's working in the office with him they can take care of you also now is a really good time to make an appointment to get crowns any of that extra work you need done if you have dental insurance before the end of the year like my wife's getting both of her eyes fixed because it's the end of the year's here so that's what we're doing here so that's a really good place to go and get that appointment now because they can get you in in a, in a couple of days also new leaf hyperbarics and wellness center uh, matt mccarl they're one of our other sponsors uh, matt provides life therapy hyperbaric treatment um, massage they do it all and if you that the list of things that this can help with is enormous so you can go look that up on their page um and those are our two sponsors tonight already people are coming on here so omar says very impressive and ask rick dancer i'm a huge fan of your page i love your lifestyle and i appreciate you sir well Omar Omand, thank you very much. Laura, there she is, a regular. Uh, you probably even participated in the survey. So let me bring Tim on. Here's Tim. Hey Tim. Hey
1: Rick. How's so, it going? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, good, good to be back
0: again. So Tim works with me and Kathy and Kim and Bill London. And mm-hmm. he does all the behind-the-scenes work, like getting the numbers together, pushes out the programs. We pay Facebook to to boost the programs out there, uh, to get our, our sponsors more attention and our topics as well. Uh, so Tim's the one who came up with the survey. So I think, and, and I told him, I want to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly. So I don't want to just have, oh, I love Rick. he's such a nice guy, because that's not reality. I could go get my wife, and she could come in here and say, I'll tell you what he's really like.
1: <laughs> We're going to go through reality right now. Okay,
0: so tell me, where do you want to start?
1: Well, first, what I want to say is I was super, super impressed at the, the input that we got from everybody. We ended up with 95 responses wow. um, in like, what, three and a half or four weeks, yeah. um, which was pretty amazing. I was actually pretty blown away by the, the amount of people that were willing to weigh in and the things that they were willing to talk about in the survey, which was amazing because you've gone over a couple of things with me that
0: you and I were pretty surprised about. It was things we yeah. thought, but but the world of, of, of um, podcasting and video podcasting is so weird because some people want, you know, it's either the three second or five second chunk of video. I saw TikTok today told us, here's how you put together a six second video to get more attention and they'll push it out more. The problem right. is, People are getting longer and longer. Joe Rogan, three hours. Jordan Peterson, one and a half hours. People are getting longer and longer attention spans because they want more than just a little bit of bullshit.
1: Right. And uh, and that was definitely reflective in in this study, which we'll get to. But I mean, I I think uh, to get to your point about wanting more content, I, I think TikTok is great for that really short stuff, you know, that it's entertaining, but if you actually want to, like, grow, learn, you know, uh, expand right. your your exposure to different things, you're not going to do it in six seconds at all. No,
0: or a reel. I think they really push the reels, and I the reels have become so unreal that oh. I don't I, I don't watch them anymore. No. They all, they're they're yeah, all are they're,
1: they're scripted. The
0: husband, oh, I'm sure the husband really is going to – you pour water on some guy while he's laying there yeah. and he doesn't – like he wet his pants and he didn't wake up. I mean, that exactly. doesn't really happen.
1: Exactly. So tell okay, yeah. so
0: start with the results. So what do we what do we got? What did you hear?
1: So we had ninety-five people. Um the first question, we're not gonna go through every single little thing here, but um I and I actually I want people to kind of chime in with this stuff too, because um it it just it will make a great conversation. So um first question we'll go over is where do you live? Interestingly, we had 88 percent of people that lived in Oregon or in the Eugene Springfield area, huh. uh, which I'm not necessarily surprised about that, you know, given that that's obviously where, you know, you was uh, on TV
0: and all that. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Um, and then which device that you do you normally watch from? 71 percent. That was the top answer. 71.6 percent of people are watching directly from their phone.
0: See, that surprises me. I didn't think, um, I I guess I probably do too when I'm watching Rogan or something, I've got it in my head. So it's on my phone. But yeah, that's really where people aren't sitting on a laptop or a desktop like I am and you are right now.
1: No, they're not. Uh, Only 12.6% of people are on a laptop and 11.6% are on a desktop. The other thing that I want to know is there was four people which is 4.2% there were on other. So what else are they watching on? But
0: I guess it would be an iPad. I
1: maybe. suppose, but we had tablet on there. So I'm, I, who, what uh, else are you watching on? I don't, <laughs> TV? I don't maybe maybe they're streaming it from YouTube. Or yeah, it could be YouTube, or maybe they're
0: doing it um, through podcasting, like when, when it's on anchor FM and Spotify yep. and that
1: kind of stuff, yes. but I'd still be yeah. on my phone. So likely, likely. How often do you get to watch get real? Surprisingly, more than half of you, 51.6%, are watching more than once a week. Um, and then another 12% are watching every day. So awesome. You have this super loyal legion of followers that are that are watching all the time, which is amazing. Yeah, screen, screen mirror yeah. on your TV. Uh-huh. Somebody uh-huh. says, Noku. Oh, there you go. You I stream it.
0: on YouTube on my smart TV.
1: Perfect. Okay, okay huh. that, That's. those are the others then. <laughs> I love it. They'll help you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, how much of a show do you tend to watch? Amazingly, we have 77% of people that are watching either the whole show or more than half of the show. Awesome. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. that's that's kind, of, that's kind of surprising. Yeah, because you just don't see that with even podcasts and stuff like that. Well, and in a world of
1: of very short and consumable content, you know, I mean, to watch a, a half hour show or or more sometimes, obviously, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. This one surprised me, but but in thinking of it, it's probably not all that surprising. Do you watch? get real either live or on replay 77.9% of people are watching on replay yeah so they're watching the next morning or the next day or later on and see we, cool. take and <clears throat> we take it and we take it
0: because right now we can't live feed it on Instagram um, right. and I get a, I get a lot of views on Instagram and so it has to be right. put on there after the show that's what I do yes. I'm loading it up to Instagram and all that kind of stuff so that's interesting
1: Yep. what what and kind then, of
0: content what kind of content do they like
1: yes good question okay so we're in, in the survey we did top four so the number one uh as far as content that they like was interviews with people and their stories okay which i think is probably the most interesting thing myself as well because everybody's got one you know Number two, that was seventy-six point eight percent of people. So three quarters of people said that. Um, and then, very, sh- very slightly in second place was social and community issues. Okay. And then um, number three on the list was Rick's monologue and thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it didn't say rant, huh? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> They want to listen to rick's thoughts well there you go and we want to do more of that that's why we started yeah.
0: and actually we saw that result you guys and that's why mondays um we've been right. doing just having a conversation with you guys kind of s- steering it um yeah, because i absolutely. do that on instagram and TikTok a lot and we get i get thousands of people on there because absolutely. and the funniest thing is on TikTok, people come on and go so what's the topic i said you You set the tone. Now, tonight I did one earlier and they all started getting into Biden and Trump. And one guy comes on there and he goes, this isn't any fun when it turns into politics. And it wasn't. I should have just steered it away because it just got just got
1: antsy. But most people it's just like,
0: who cuts your hair? Yeah. Is that really your color of your beard?
1: (laughs) Right. That's a good segue to because number four, uh, this surprised me as well was um, political and, and politicians was the, the number four as far as most enjoyed content. But huh. it's also on the list for least enjoyed content as well. Huh. And Maybe. then surprisingly, I, I Rick and I have talked about this um, quite a bit in the last few weeks, but number five, I have to say this, is Bill. Bill London. Bill London in the news. So
0: Bill, wherever you are out there, you're like our top. You're the, in the. You made the top five. Yes, for you are.
1: You are adored by Rick's fan base,
0: and we haven't had Brian, our weather guy, on long enough to know yet how that's going to work. But I've had a lot of people commenting on him saying, yeah. "Gosh, he's so professional." Well, he was a weatherman in Portland, Oregon. Right. So it's yeah. not like he. You know, it's like he does know what he's talking about. It, but he's yeah about.
1: no of course. Okay. So
0: okay, what, what do they like the least?
1: least enjoyable and this was this was by one one but one vote it was learning about sponsors and businesses which huh. you know whatever commercials right right and then um and then we had environmental issues as number two huh and then politicians and political content which i think we expected just based on kind of like the 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 divide right. that exists the, right now the, in this the mood in our country yeah absolutely so that that's not surprising at all and then health and mental health and fitness were were number three so they don't want to watch you work out rick
0: they don't want to see well you know that's interesting no
1: nope.
0: so so what kind of you you ask people to ask questions
1: yes i did so um the first one on this survey was, um, why do you why do you follow Rick and uh, watch Get Real? So let's go through a couple of answers and see if we can if we can stir some stuff up as well. Um, Rick is a truth-seeking... Now, I want to also clarify that we do not have... We don't have names. This was completely anonymous. So we don't know who wrote these or anything. Right. Um, Rick is a truth-seeking rebel who is getting it sorted for himself. Interesting to watch his unfiltered journey it helps others on theirs. Huh. This was a huge theme. Many discussions are thought provoking, and I appreciate other people's points of view. And like I said, that was a, that was a big theme with a lot of these messages. So I, reading this, it was actually more. I felt like we'll get through a lot of this other stuff, but it was a, kind of reassuring. And as far as like humanity, because right. people are this whole comment thing is littered with people talking about li- learning about other people's points of views, which well, here, one of we my don't favorite, even have that in this society anymore.
0: One of the favorite comments I get from people is <laughs> I don't always agree with you, Right. but, but, um, but I like listening to at least you bring stuff up. And I like that because I don't think you, I don't want you to have to agree with me, but if no. we're civil to each other and having conversation, right. even what Jason Greenbud says, and that's civil for Jason, right there, that <laughs> comment. Because yeah. you can see they're littered with F-bombs,
1: you know? Right, right, yes. Um, here's one that is slightly sadistic. I enjoyed the house hunt and frustration. <laughs> I
0: get that a lot. Like the move, I think people really, what I've heard from people a lot, is they really was, enjoyed the move because it was real. It that was not like oh, here we are in fairyland and we're doing this. You know, I mean, it was it, it was raw.
1: Right. And, right. Yes. That was very real. If you're
0: going to call your show real. Get yep. real. You kind of have to be.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, mostly for comedy. His hair is much better now. He looked like a dork before. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? We don't know.
0: Yeah. No, if I do a TikTok live or or Instagram, and it gets people that don't know me on there. Yep. That's 90% of them. That's what they talk about and my hair and my beard. Totally. It's like, yep. hey, could we talk about something else? Is there yes. any other topic out there? Fortunately, so the people that know me don't.
1: Yep. Uh, Rick's discussions challenge me to think deeply about what I believe and how I feel about a topic. I think that's oh, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I do too. Um,
1: Rick, because he offers both sides of a story, lets me draw my own conclusion. And it's quite possible to to disagree and discuss when you talk and listen.
0: Yeah, that's good. It it revives your, yeah, I see what you mean about humanity. It makes you feel like, oh, people, they still respect that. They still want that.
1: Right. Yes, exactly. I value his insight. He looks at the real hard questions, opens discussion to have things over so I can make my own decisions. How can people be so blind to not see the whole picture of what is going on? What happened to common sense? So, what read me
0: some of the bad ones?
1: <laughs> Let's see here. Um, uh, and as far as this, as far as why they watch. We don't really have too many bad ones, but we can get into other ones. Let's let's move on to um, let's see if let's see if I have any other ones. Um, uh, Rick is real. He says that we we wish we could all say. He addresses the ugly of his world and has great discussions on related topics. He helps fellow Americans in need during time of suffering and lost hope. And also, who doesn't love a silver fox? <laughs> well, Jason, that's a really nice.
0: Jason says on here, Rick reminds me of what journalism is supposed to be.
1: That was uh, that was also um, a, a pretty steady theme in a lot of these answers. Um, yeah, so it
0: feels like people are craving, you know, with 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 the. And I'm not trying to compare myself to Joe Rogan because I actually I would have more journalism training than he does, but. But I think people are really looking for open ended questions. Like, not that they, they're, t- I think they get tired of people telling. don't want to be them. told. No. So, when I, and I think the people that, that some of the people I find that don't like me on here, it's because I'm stating my opinion. This is what I think it is. And then they're going, no. well, you're wrong. And da da da. Well, I'm, you get to say your opinion. I say mine. And, I, and we don't get to judge who's wrong and right. And I think that's how journalism yeah. used to be, is you, you've got both sides of the story out there. Yep. And now I don't have to give both sides of the story. I can just give mine. But that's up right. to you, the viewer, to have your own opinion. But but it's OK to talk about that.
1: Right. And, and knowing you as well as I do, um, I've never ever thought that you were a person that is, you know, rigid and not willing to change your thoughts on things. There's been a lot of times where you have had shows on here and talked about things that I, I disagreed with. Um, and then over time, your stance on those basically compl- changed completely. Right. Right. And I think that that's important. And, you know, obviously right. people see that. And and, right. and that was, uh, again, a theme of a lot right. of these uh, messages. Don't you think, as human beings,
0: Tim, we're supposed to grow? I, I mean, mean, what else? What that's, else
1: should that's you
0: kind of like a goal? And I find it really interesting um, that people don't. Um, they well, you used to say this, and it's like, well, but I, you know, my eyes opened up. Jason yeah. says we are constantly being told we are bad and evil because of our age, income, and skin color. I'm tired of hearing it. Yeah, and Jason, I am too, because. What I'm trying, what I get tired of is the inconsistency. It's like, if we're going to have the racism conversation, it's just as racist for me to say something against a person of color as it is for a person of color to say something and try to silence me as a white guy. It's, 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 it's the same thing. And you know, that that doesn't mean you don't have history and there's not things that have gone on that I haven't experienced. But that's like saying, haven't I experienced things that you haven't experienced as a white man, too? Because if you're a black woman or a black man or a lesbian or a gay dude and you've experienced different things than me, then I'm not going to discount you. But you can't turn around and discount me because I have my experiences, too. Right. that's that's, That's what drives me crazy right now is like, you know, you voted for Biden. Then you're stupid. You did this. You voted for Trump. And I can't talk with you. How could you even talk to him? And it's like, oh, my yeah. gosh. It's like, seriously. Right. Laura said, opinions ebb and flow as we educate ourselves and opinions can change. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's the way it should be. All right. Continue. Hey,
1: okay. let's move on to another topic. If you could ask Rick any question you wanted, what would it be? Uh, here we go. Do you still love Montana with the seasons changing to winter? That's why I left there at 18.
0: I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I'll get sick of the snow. But what Kathy and I, have, we listen to other people. And so what we're doing is after Christmas, we're going to San Diego uh, to see my son's wife and his their family. And then we have a concert planned in May in Arizona uh, to see George Strait um, and Chris um, Stapleton. So we're planning things that we have things to look forward to get out of the weather. But we got up this right. morning and had to drive to Helena to go to the gym. It was a sheet of ice. I mean, I slid like because I was going, you know, I'm driving. I'm going, OK, I think I can do this. And I slid and came back. And then it was like, you know, 45 miles an hour all the way to Helena. And, yeah. <laughs> and but it's, it's an adventure. You know what I mean? And it's part right. of it. And, and here's the thing, Kathy and I said to each other. The other day we were going, you know what? I think what we love about it is because it's really hard.
1: Yeah. I was just going to add that. I mean, growing up in in, uh, Western New York in a a fairly cold and and snowy environment, uh, I guess the question that I would have for you is, don't you think that it kind of hardens people?
0: Yeah, I think it makes you tough where it's like you have have an expectation that like people here, they would do anything for you. Um, yeah. but also like if you're gonna just lay around your house and sit on your ass and do nothing, you're you're yeah. not gonna get anything. I mean, well, you yeah. have to, you have to make the effort to get out and do stuff, and yep. and so you you know I think that's the difference is when when you when everything is easy, I think sometimes you miss something, and I think we've yep. just that's for us, and so for us this gives us like it's I, I have a wood stove downstairs with a catalytic converter in it. Yeah. And I'm learning I'm learning to get that thing going because I have a fan that I blow the air up to the upstairs so we don't have to use the furnace as much but right. I'm enjoying. I got up at two this morning and I wake up and I go you know I don't set an alarm I just woke up and I went oh the fire I go downstairs yep. throw a couple logs on it stoke it wake up at five o'clock stoke it again and it's like and I enjoy it because I'm I see the results I'm like oh I'm keeping the house warm you know yeah yeah. So it's that kind of stuff, and we dress more to get, you know. So yeah, uh, somebody. But else life
1: isn't to- always peachy and sunny, you know. And so like it just it just kind of allows you to understand that like life continues to go on, you know, despite the <clears throat> fact that your environment around you might not be super enjoyable. Right.
0: Brian says we very much enjoy your wisdom and topics that affect all of us. And yeah. Tony says, do you miss Oregon? Um, Tony, you know what? I I yeah. There's things about Oregon I miss. Um, I, it, mostly you and people, um, and, you know, and, and, um, and being able to go running like on a, even when it was raining, I'd sit in the truck and I'd look at it raining and I can still go run and that kind of stuff. I miss stuff right. like that. Um, yeah. but I don't miss, uh, the lack of freedom, um, right. that I'm experiencing here, so. All right. Next.
1: We, uh, next we talked about this a little bit. We touched on it, but this individual comment on it, and he asked a question. So in my 80 years, I continue to advocate lifelong learning. What means do you choose to broaden your horizons?
0: To I always am dreaming. I mean, you can ask my wife, I'm a dreamer. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's okay. So what's the next thing that I'm going to do with this, with this show? Yeah. Or um, <clears throat> I heard the county, in town is going to maybe look at doing a PR person at the county level. Well, it's probably not going to pay a ton, but I said to Kathy, you know, I might just look into that because it might be kind of fun to get to know and and really help the community by using your expertise to do stuff like that. And I've had people say you're going to run for office. And I thought, you know, I could probably do much better in Montana than I did in Oregon. (laughs) Yes. So you never know. always challenge myself, I guess.
1: You're right. Um, do you remember the people that you meet? Yeah, usually I can a hundred percent attest to that. Not only does Rick remember the people that he meets, he remembers their conversations, whoever they talked about in that conversation, um, what they talked about. It's it's pretty remarkable.
0: I mean, there's stuff that people that I did years ago, and in if they'll interviews or something, if someone will mention something. And I'll have to, they have to refresh my memory more than they used to.
1: Yeah.
0: But, but I do remember, and I've had, there's stories that I did that will never go away. You right. Know what I mean? That you just, you see those people. And I used to always kind of my, my motive when I went on a story was, I'm going to take a piece of you with me in the form of a story, yep. but I'm going to leave something behind. So I want something memorable for the two of us. That there's a connection, and I have a young woman on my page right now, and and I, she's not on here, but she's on my page. And when she was a young sixteen year old, she tried to kill herself like four or five times. Yeah, and she and I have stayed friends for all those years, and and it's amazing. Her mom hates me; <laughs> she doesn't agree with me at all. But but we just love each other, and those yeah. are things, connections that you make that you just don't release. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Rick remembers everybody that he meets. It may take a little prompting, but he does. Okay, here's here's one that's a little bit, uh, slightly negative. Rick seems to be afraid that the Democrats won. I, however, am so relieved that QAnon, election liars, etc., mostly lost. Why aren't you worried about them? About who? QAnon and election liars. The election liars? Yes.
0: Well, I think those are some of the Democrats. (laughs) That's what what I I, I don't. um, And and when I say Democrats, I think for me, it's the far left regressives. I will not call them progressives (laughs) because progress is to move forward. And I see too many things. I'm too much of a Jordan Peterson fan to understand. I'll give you a quick example. Um, What I'm afraid of is right now. If, if we wanted to do the most for climate change that we could do, we would deal with poverty in the world. If we yeah. could make all people not impoverished, we could change climate change so much more than this bullshit recycling that people do that does absolutely nothing. And there's proof of that. And, there you is. know, and the, the way we manage our forests, if, if we would just go and make sure that... People are the the numbers on people dying because they don't have they have wood stoves in their home, their hut, and they're killing themselves. And and if we if when people are wealthier then they care more, they're not going to go cut down every tree in the neighborhood. They're not going to. Well, the reason they
1: they cut down down every tree in the neighborhood is because they got to heat their house.
0: Right. And so they don't have they don't have the luxury of pretending right. that solar is taking over the world. So right. it's using facts and then really doing. So that's the kind of stuff to me in an election that bugs the hell out of me, because it's like people they're preaching climate change and it's like you're not really addressing climate change because yeah. you need then address poverty. And so to me, yeah. it's people are educating themselves. So that, I don't know if that directly answers that question, but. Um, I am more concerned about the regressives than I am about the true Democrat progressives and the Republicans who are trying to be progressive in their own way.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Uh, What do you think will be the tipping point that will set the country back in a family first direction?
0: (sighs) I don't know, you know, you know, honestly, what I, Probably. You could
1: probably touch on um, that. Was it Jordan Peterson's? Uh, it was his most recent. Uh, well, it wasn't his most recent one, but uh, episode three
0: hundred five.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. If if the 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 problem here, and you guys, so I'm being really upfront. I I get a lot of a, a lot of good out of Jordan Peterson. I'm um, a lot of information out of him, and um, what if if we as a country would go back to foundational things like being part of a church, a rotary group, a lion's club, a community. When you yeah. build back those structures, then kids and people feel like they're attached to something and they have a reason to care about it. Right. We've detached it. We had two generations, two, two generations of kids born who have no connection with, they think they can do whatever they want. They have no connection to culture or anything like that. So then they fall for all this woke bullshit. That doesn't mean (laughs) anything, you know, and and they go off on. It's like if it sounds good, it is good. Well, no, that's not true. Because sometimes, I mean, you just, you you know, back in the day, people worked hard. So what what do I think? Honestly, what I think would turn it around is if we go into one hell of a horrible recession, I think people will have to start caring about each other again. Yeah. We're going to need each other. And I don't want that. That is right. my no, east of my, you know, I'm at retirement age. I do not want that at all. Um, but I think if you said, if somebody just asked that question, said, what do you think it's going to take? I think we have to, I think we have to go to hell before we can get out of it. Because it's we're too spoiled. We're too yeah. spoiled. Yep. You go to another country and you you see a complete different picture. And here in America, I still see, you know, here we are in this recession. Oh, I mean, we're in a, <laughs> in a slight an downturn. economic downturn. We're in a we're in a recession. And I see people spending money like they, you know, like they're pretending like, oh, next year it'll be better. And I'm reading everything going, I think next year is when it's going to really hit. Um, Maybe the good news would be in that to me is if we're all educating ourselves and working together. And and, um, you know, for me, I feel like Kathy and I landed here because we're in a place where um, these people would take care of us and we will take care of them. And it's a new experience. Not that people in Oregon won't do that. They will do that. But yes. it's. Um, but I have a shot at something different, and I'm excited right. about that.
1: Yes. Okay. Let's do another negative one. Okay. I like the negative Why? Point. Why do you seem to thrive on creating conflict by stirring the pot with innuendo, talking down to others, and being dismissive of those who don't align with you versus digging deep and attempting to understand?
0: Because you know what I found in 30 years of doing journalism and the last five of doing this people that ask questions like that don't want to understand <laughs> and I'm done with it. I don't care. They don't yep. want to know, you know, it's just like I had someone on talk tonight. Why don't you think Joe Biden caused inflation? They're, re- they're regurgitating points. They're trying to win the debate. I don't care about winning the bait. I want to hear ideas. But when somebody comes at me and starts doing that to me, um, that's what I don't, and, and I love the stirring the pot comment all the time, yes. because if they do it, it's not stirring the pot, but as nope. soon as I do it, it's stirring the pot. So they are doing the exact same thing. And then the gaslighting. So they say I'm gaslighting things. No. No, you gaslight just as much as you think I gaslight. I ask questions and then I've gotten to the point where when people start coming at me, I just say, shut the fuck up. And I don't listen Which
1: to Just to the next question, Rick. That's perfect. <laughs> Why sentence. do you use so many F bombs lately? You really make it hard to listen to you when you get so frustrated and pissed off at others' comments. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just an adjective.
0: It's not a big I and you know, and I don't do it for for drama. I do it because it's like it just it's it's one of those words that just it takes you to it, it is I, I don't know. I don't I don't see it as being a huge deal and I don't do it all the time, but sometimes you get frustrated and if I'm going to be real, you know, so that gosh darn thing, you know, right. I try not to use, you know, I don't use Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't use my Lord's name in vain, but fuck as fuck. does it. It's not like it's, you know, I don't think it's, I, I don't know. And, and I, sometimes, the only time I feel bad about it is if I think if somebody's kid were watching and they didn't want them yeah. to hear that, that, right. and so I, I'm not trying to do it. Um, but I'm also not going to. To, I, it, it, here's the deal: for 30 years, I had every restriction on me. Yeah. I could go so if I could go to this ledge, and that was it. Well, now I'm free. And right. so sometimes I push that envelope a little too far.
1: Yeah, um, just because you can.
0: Just because I can. Um, Why not? Somebody What's comes on here. How did you find the place you want to live?
1: That or, was another question in here. Yep. <laughs> um.
0: We kind of, Laura says, F-bombs are normal. Yeah. <laughs> and and this, my God, it's just a word. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I feel about it.
1: It's the so, most versatile l- word in the English language.
0: Well, I'll tell you a funny story. When I was a kid, um, I told my sister to F off, my older sister. <laughs> and my dad came in and he said, do you know you just told your sister to have intercourse? And I, and I looked at him and I went, I would never – tell anyone they had to have intercourse with Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing ever. So how did we find a place we wanted to live? So Kathy and I were looking for we there's a, a really cool website called bestplaces.org. I think it's dot org. And you can go in there and put any place you want in Montana or wherever state you're looking for. It'll tell you how conservative they voted, what the people are like, what the jobs are like, the income, what their main employer is, all that kind of stuff. And so we really didn't pick Townsend for Townsend. Now that we love it, we found the house and we'd been looking for houses. We were looking at Livingston. We kind of looked all over Montana, huge area. Um, We knew we didn't want to go to, and this is nothing against these areas, We wanted to stay in on this side of the of the continental divide because the weather's harsher and over in kalispell and places like that it's more like oregon and we wanted to move away from oregon we wanted something different we didn't want to be in the fog they get more fog than we do i hate fog it's the worst thing about living there that's why we didn't go to missoula missoula also Mm -hmm. has a lot of fog and cloud cover we wanted something that was going to put us in like an Eastern Oregon kind of place. And then when this house came up and then it just ends up being great because it's only 2,200 people. I'm a half hour from Helena. So we go there for shopping and stuff like that. But, you know, and it's not, everything's not perfect, but we love the people in the little town and it's mainly what's the house is kind of what brought us here. Um, yeah. but so Watching you to free yourself has been truly a gift. And mm-hmm. I get that a lot from people is saying, watching you on the news, like you used to be on the news and you were so stifled and you couldn't say what you wanted to say. And now, um, and, and I think, I I think what I hope is happening like Jordan Peterson and Joe Rogan is if we're having a conversation, then I'm processing my thoughts and ideas so that they change or they're coming around or I'm thinking different, but I'm processing it with you live. Um, which it, what, which I find some of my critics I think is really interesting. they're not processing right. they're blaming, they're yelling, they're calling names, they're bullying, they're telling me what I'm supposed to do and bullshit on that. And so they're not being and they're part not of the
1: listening government. to what you're saying. They're just Nothing. they're planning on what they're gonna rebut with immediately it's, it's like, it's like I, it's,
0: Tim, it's like when I ran for office. I go into these meetings, Or the the secretary said you go and you stand there and you give your little stump speech and i watch people and they just wait until you were done they didn't hear a damn thing you said and all they do is and they blast you with your question and all they wanted to do was have the question that took down the candidate and it was like and i was too smart for them (laughs) i was too experienced in doing that it was like you know I, i was at a constitution party one time and they said did you did you uh, pay to run for secretary of state in gold? And I'm like, what? That was their big issue. We got so many issues in this country and their issue was whether I paid in gold because that's what it said in the constitution. So instead of just leaving it at that, I said, well, I paid with my gold visa. (laughs) They they did not laugh. They didn't think it was funny. (laughs) They were like really bad. The way you talk, like a real person, not a hoity-toity person, is why I enjoy listening to you. Plain, blunt talking is how it should be. Not putting on airs. It makes me feel like I really know you as a person instead of an actor. Well, Liz, yeah. thank you so much. That's probably one of the kindest things you could say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't. You want to go yeah. to
1: another one? Sure. Th-
0: yeah, let's do it.
1: How did you and How did you and Kathy meet?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, so my sister, I have a twin sister and she got married and went to work at a clothing store a little boutique up in uh near sunset high school and kathy was 17 and she was working at that place and she and kathy started talking and then she judy showed a picture of me and said my brother's not dating anybody you want to date him and i had these big lamb chop things you know and a mustache and kathy said and i looked at the picture and thought well he could be cute <laughs> and then i went in and met her and we dated for like four years and been married for, well, we've been together for
1: like 44 years or something like that. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's how we met. Okay. Let's move on to another topic now. Okay. Let's do, is there anyone you think should be on the show or stories that you'd like? To know? <laughs> now, I will admit that I don't know um, all of the names on here and I, maybe you probably don't either, um, but... Um, there was some interesting answers, even if they didn't actually say specific people, but maybe you will know them, but I actually want some of your responses on some of them. Okay. Um, okay. Um, how about, um, let's see here. Actually, one person said stories of missing people in Oregon that they really liked, which you have yeah. done quite a yeah. bit. Done a lot um, of the, uh, football coach who was fired for not getting vaccinated in Bend, would love, about that story? <laughs> Would love to do that. If we know who that is, or somebody knows who that is, put that in the comments. So yes, yeah, and I get out. I get
0: emails like I had one recently where and, and people will say there's a situation in Junction City where a teacher was fired, yeah. and and stuff like that. I don't want to do too much because legally you're getting into. I, I they need an attorney. They don't need me. Right. And 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 so there's things like that. But if somebody gets fired for not being vaxed um, definitely that's something, but, but a lot of times, Tim, I've had those stories come to me and it's not that one specifically, but other ones. Yeah. <clears throat> and then when I offer to put them on, they don't want to do it because of the obvious reasons. Okay. One guy said, I I want to do this, but I see what happens to you and I don't want to end up there. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. I was telling somebody, um, this weekend I was with my sister and she said, Rick, I really like what you do. And, and I, I enjoy it. But she says, <clears throat> I just got to tell you, um, are you okay with people are so nasty? Sometimes I worry yeah. about you. Yeah. And I, and I turned to her and I said, well, no, it, it just it's fine. I, it's part of my job. It's part of what I do. And then after I got away from, you know, I was away from her and I'm <clears throat> just thinking to myself and I was like this morning, I had a real hard time. I was just like, I don't know. If, sometimes I just don't want to do this because, um, because it, it is hard, you know, yeah. and it is, it's when you take a stand against anything or for something, um, you see the forces of people and their attitudes. I mean, people that I knew and cared about a lot hate me. Yeah. I think I'm just the, the meanest, worst guy because I thought that, you know, the, the vax was stupid and right. I still do it. And now I think it's deadly. And yeah. they and they just think I, they're horrified um, about that. But it it's is. Like,
1: I mean, I read through of some <laughs> of your comments on things and like that, you know, you'll put up a post and just the comment section is pretty brutal it's amazing that uh, about how mean people can be and obviously about you know from somebody that loves and cares about you and knows you as a person it's like it hurts me you know and i'm not even the target of the of of the conversation that people could say things that are just (laughs) untrue
0: yeah and they're they're looking and and you know i had one from a lady recently i really respect and and it was just you can see how twisted The the thinking is because all they're doing is blaming you. And then they say, you know, anybody, they all assume I voted for Trump. Well, I didn't vote for Biden, but I've been known to vote for nobody. I mean, or (laughs) write in, write in a name of a dead senator. But it's funny because then they, that is a drawing line for them. It's like, you did this, then I can't talk to you again. I can't, even somebody who voted for Biden, who I think needs to have their head examined, I would never um, not respect them You're right. I, I voted because I voted for people, too, that I turned around later and I went, oh, God, yeah. did I do that it didn't work
1: out so people, well.
0: When people do and then they rationalize when when it's so obvious, I'm sorry. What, two years later and CBS now decides Hunter Biden on a laptop is a story. That, that's a big problem. Yeah. That's a huge problem because we now have a president who's there and that could have been a deciding factor. But because and then they're even having evidence now, I saw in a hearing evidence where that that, that the the media companies, Facebook and all them, were working with the government to hold back this information. And you're going that is and, and if you voted for him and you made a mistake, I'm sorry, that's great. But if you voted for him and you're still standing by this man with all the stuff that's coming out, same with Fauci, as long as we're talking about it, it's like, then I have no respect for that because it means you're not learning and you're you're all you're doing is digging your heels in and sticking up for um, basically a liar.
1: Right, right. Okay. next interview person. I'm going to add to this question because they only gave the name. Phil Knight. But if you were to interview Phil Knight, Rick, what would you ask him? See, I got no bone to pick with
0: Phil Knight. <clears throat> so um, I, I, I'm a strong believer that people uh, can use their money the way they want. And I remember I used to say this to people. They'd be all up in arms about Phil Knight owns the University of Oregon and he spends his money doing this and doing that. Well, here's the thing for me. I had prostate cancer. Phil Knight gave hundreds of millions to OHSU. And when I went in there, they saved my freaking life because of the money he gave out of what he had, his surplus, so that that hospital could buy the machinery that I used that nobody else had that I could get cured from that. So, you know, people can say what they want. And, um, you know, if I was going to sit down honestly with Phil, I'd say, Phil, how did what went on between you and Bowerman? You know,
1: yeah, that's yes. what
0: I want to know. I mean, how did that work? And if you're 80 some years old. How much is your money really worth? Yeah. Because you can't buy. If you could buy 10 more years, what would you pay for it? Yeah. Because you can't. Right. But so, so when you get to that point and you're that wealthy, that's what I'd want to know is is what when you look back, you've done tons. He's done more than most of us could ever do for a community for the U of O yeah. and all those students and all that kind of stuff. So he's, he's had his place, but what, what are you lacking? What, it, what doesn't, what, I mean, cause you, yeah. you, can't, you can't buy time. Right. You, you can't.
1: Nope. So yeah.
0: that would probably
1: okay. be my question is right there. Okay. This was a funny one uh, that I had to do only. They didn't, again, we don't know who this is, but this person suggested that you interview anyone that actually challenges your beliefs.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I don't. Right. Um, yeah. you know what, for me, I think I spent so much time in my day doing both sides of the story and everything. And I feel like my job, honestly, for people that don't care about this, but is, um, the media is giving out one st- side of the story. I'm giving out the other one. Right. So right. there's plenty of people. There's pl- They have way more reach than I ever will. Um, but I am not going to sit by and watch them not tell mm-hmm. uh, this other side of the story.
1: Right. Um, Jack Hibbs, do you know that name? Uh-uh. Not that I know. I don't either. Someone suggested Jack <clears throat> Hibbs because he really knows his stuff. If somebody knows who that is, would you post that in the comments? Yeah, yeah, let me know. I'd love to know who that is. Dr. Jim Jenkins. Do you know him? uh Apparently he has you. some some pretty profound experiences on 9/11. Oh, wow. Um, oh, Alex bad. Washburn from Bozeman.
0: Somebody says he's a pastor.
1: Oh, he's I a don't pastor. know which one. Okay.
0: Nancy, could okay. you write which one is the pastor <laughs> that you were just cuz we you did it probably at the right time, but now we're we're beyond that.
1: Oh Yeah, totally. Um, oh, this one, i, I ha- this will be the last one for this section. The new governor of Oregon.
0: Never. <laughs> First of all, um, oh, she said Jack Hibbs is a pastor.
1: Okay, Jack Hibbs is a um, pastor. Okay.
0: Um, I would tina would never come on my show she's not gonna come no. on my show that Even was now, put
1: up before the election was over though so well, people used
0: to ask me how come do you have yeah. do you have um you know and i talked i interviewed christina i interviewed bessie johnson a ton um yes here's the other thing that i wouldn't ever do on my show and and this is where i'm not a journalist anymore is if i feel like something is wrong for oregon i'm not going to go Giving them, you know, that I would tell you, um, God, this would be kind of interesting. Um, I have one regret over over the COVID thing, and a guy who I will not name his name, early on, early on, was screaming, "Shut down the schools! You've got to get this over with! You've got to stop this! You this is petitioning the community and the city, and just putting all this pressure on." And his dad and I were really good friends, and and I, he and I were friends. We we yeah. stood, we went on a lot. There were some several issues in Oregon, political issues we we lined up on, but he did that, and I was trying to be fair, and I put him on and let him blast all this bullshit out there. And at the time, I didn't know, you know, I mean, I'm not making up an excuse. We just didn't right. know. that I felt in my soul that something was not right. Yeah. And that would never react that way. I would never on my own react that way. So I did it, put it out there. And if I could go back, I would never have let him on my show. Because um, my gut said it's not right. It turns out it wasn't right. It turns out it was horrible for our children. And yeah. that's the kind of thing that, you know, you go, um, yeah, I would never do that again.
1: Right, right. Okay,
0: so I got to tell you, because these have to be under an hour. Because if they're not, I can't put them on Instagram unless I edit them. And I don't want to do that. (laughs) But we're at 49. We got we got like eight minutes.
1: Okay, okay, okay. last section was additional thoughts, comments and feedback for the show. You did get a ton of of really positive things. Keep it up, Rick. Do it with all your free will, heart and soul. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing until such a time as you're no longer supposed to be doing it any longer. Keep up the good work. I understand why you left. I understand why you went to Montana. Um, I just appreciate you more than you know. Love the realness, the local flair, and the new town. Um, thanks for not giving up on Oregon and saying what needs to be said, regardless of the backlash. Thank you for what you do. I appreciate it. May God bless you and your wife every every day. Well,
0: here's an interesting thing. I'll be really honest um, after my weekend in Boise and <clears throat> that conversation with my sister, I was really having my doubts about what I'm doing. Um, yeah. And kind of, you know, how much of this is taking a toll on me. And, and, you know, I woke up this morning kind of pretty down and I, yeah. I basically, did, I, I didn't even write a blog this morning cause I was thinking, I don't know what I could do positive or anything like that. And, um, you know, I, I'm a big believer that, you know, God has me where he wants me and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, but it's, it, you know, it really is hard and I'm not crying. I'm not whining about it. I'm just saying sometimes, um, I get really tired uh, of yeah. it consuming my life. So it's kind of funny that we did this show, um, right. today and it's been planned for weeks. Um, cause I needed to hear all that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to know that, um, you know, and Tim can attest to this. Facebook fucks around with us. Yep. I mean, they they take our one month where two point three million accounts reached, the next month we're one hundred eighty seven thousand, then we're back up to five hundred thousand, then we're three eighty. I mean, they just and there's no rhyme nor reason for it, and right. they throttle us back. And we just have a story we just put out, and Tim couldn't get it to it wouldn't pass their muster, so I had to redo something on it. But they they and they, they don't even
1: tell you why.
0: No, and there's no one to contact, so you nope. can't plead your case. You can't ask them any questions because there's no way. So it is like living in the Soviet Union for Tim and me and Kathy and Kim yeah. and Bill because our content, even though we're giving you and, – and I have to sneak around. That's why I call the president Uncle Joe, and I call COVID the dark time whenever I write something down because it misses their algorithms. And yeah. you have to – you're constantly – you know, you're going, I'm just trying to do a good job at what I do. And you constantly right. have to surf around them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, We waste so much time and effort trying to avoid their censorship. And then it just pisses me off when one of my far regressive friends comes on and says, they're not censoring. Well, no, they're not censoring you because you Correct. speak the language and you're their narrative. But if you are not woke and you don't want to, you know, you 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 believe our schools are are screwed up. Um, you you believe in anything that the 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 narrative doesn't. Um, you are throttled, um, which yep. is my you know my hope that Elon Musk. <clears throat> people think like I'm his biggest fan. I don't know anything about Elon Musk. I, I could give a shit if I had an re- electric car. I don't ever <laughs> want a Tesla. My kid has one. It's cool, but I don't want one. Um, I'm a guy that believes that you know that battery has to come from mining and go to those same environmental people who don't want me driving my gas-guzzling car. They don't want me mining, but they're okay with their battery being created with the, the products that come from the mining, as long as you don't mine. As long as you don't mine in your backyard. Yeah, yeah. as long as you. But mine, as Montanans
1: can me. certainly attest, mining has certainly <laughs> played a huge impact on on their landscape. Oh. And mining
0: is the only place in Montana where you can get palladium, which is one of the ingredients they use in half these computers and stuff. So you want to shut it down and do it somewhere else. um, But it's still polluting the same earth. And we do it cleaner than anybody else. So those are the kind of things that just fry my brain and and the the inconsistency thing. So um, anyway, I'm glad we did this tonight because I just personally needed that.
1: Um, Yeah. And um, yeah, so could, we'll end on this one last comment because I okay. think it's good. Keep up the good work. And I know you have a tough hide, and don't let the rude, rude people bring you down. Just smile and wave. You know the true stories.
0: Yeah. And I try, I, I do most of the time. Tim knows that because I can tell him anything. But, um, you know, it's, it's, I, you know, just how much I got five minutes. So it, it's the judgment of people, too. Um, yeah. And not just me, you experienced that too. Um, yep. We all have a past. We all have things in our lives. And and people love to hold them against us. But you know what's funny? They don't hold it against themselves.
1: Nope. Nope. All- and all- uh, and it's totally easy sick. to do it from a keyboard. Yeah. So it's As really... person that, that knows behind the scenes of this show, I mean, I can certainly attest that the amount of, of vulnerability that you have to... Um, you know, willingly put yourself under. And again, this is, it's your choice. This is, you chose to do this stuff, you know, but you're doing what you're doing because you know that it's the right thing. And this is the thing that you're supposed to be doing. And that is not an easy burden to carry when it goes against the grain of a lot of things. And so, um, and I see all of that, that negativity and, and it is tough to deal with. And, and I don't, I mean, I deal with it myself, but I I see the way that you deal with it. And um, it is not, it is definitely not an easy thing. And I think my takeaway from this survey with the 95 responses that we got was how, for the most part, overwhelmingly positive it was. And how much of a difference that you make in people's lives in a positive way. There were, I I selected the negative ones and we went over them. I, I didn't leave them, you know, that we didn't talk about them. I, we talked about the negative stuff. Everything else was positive. And so it was right. really heartwarming and amazing to see that with your audience. because you know
0: what I kind of I, I really and you know I believe this with everything is the right will win, no. not the right, not the Republicans. Right. Truth will win. yeah, And yeah. you can manipulate it. you can massage it. you can lie. We can't even call people a liar who lie right. in in our culture anymore. And, but, but the truth will find its way out. And I, yeah. you know, long into COVID and my wife is a big part of all of this, not right. the show itself, but when, when this started happening, she looked at me and she said, we got to stop doing this and, yeah. and not this. And she says, even if we lose business and customers, we have to stand up for what we believe. And we have, um, we've more, we've lost some, but it's like, I'll tell you what, I, I don't go to bed ever worrying that I'm not doing the right thing. The only thing yeah. that wakes me up in the middle of the night is, um, what, what do I do next? What do you want yeah. me to do? So,
1: right.
0: you know, that's yeah. what we do. And you guys, and you have to all know out there, Tim is a huge part of this show. Uh, he's one of my best friends in the whole world. Um, he helps us, he pushes things out. I can tell him anything and ask him anything. And, um, we both know each other's past and present and our future. And, uh, we're, we're kind of just, uh, we trust each other and yep uh, we're in it together brothers from another mother <laughs> so we're going to use this information you guys to kind of uh like focus yeah. on more human stories more things like that we won't get yeah. out of the politics but we're going to continue to uh poke the bear and <laughs> uh, and we'll be can we continue to to, to poke facebook and, and make sure we can get through so one of the things you guys can do to help us is push this story this show out for our yeah. client because chris dental matt at McCarl, um, they all depend on us to do this, which I should probably, after I'll say goodbye to you, Tim. Then I'm going to run their commercials real yeah. fast. I have two minutes to do it. All right. All right. Jim, Thanks right. for doing what do, Rick. Right. All right. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. Talk to you tomorrow. All right. To you tomorrow. To you later. all right. And here's our sponsors, Chris Dental. The midterm elections did not turn out the way many of us had hoped. So what can we do about it? Support local businesses that prioritize freedom of speech, tougher crime laws, and values that support a healthy community, not the same old song and dance that's gotten us nowhere. Even though my wife and I moved to Montana, we still come back to Eugene to see Dr. Michael Bratlin at Chris Dental. He says what he believes and puts his money where his values are by supporting those brave enough to push for change. And best of all, he and his team are just awesome. So if you've been thinking about changing dentists or you just don't have one, you need to go to Chris Dental. Call them today and they'll do their best to see you today.
2: with New Leaf and Wellness. We're gonna chat a little bit today about hyperbarics and chronic pain, also known as inflammation for some folks that causes that chronic pain. We've talked before about how an hour in this chamber is like taking 40 motor or 12,000 milligrams of ibuprofen. Well, that's great so if you come in and do that once you're going to get a little bit of relief but this is also a moment of an accumulative therapy similar to eating food or drinking water you can't just eat one meal and be full for the rest of your life you can't do one hyperbaric and be pain free for the rest of your life however taking an amazing one hour nap in here and getting that anti-inflammatory effect is much better than sticking ibuprofen or NSAIDs in your face every day, multiple times a day, ruining your liver and kidneys. This not only helps you with that inflammation, but it detoxes you at a cellular level every time you're in there, which will help keep your liver and kidneys healthier your whole life. If you need more information, feel free to give us a call, 541-636-3278. Look us up online at newleafugene.com, Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. We also have web pages on there.